Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Great to have you here. Certainly great to have Representative James Comer back. He's a District 1 Republican, great state of Kentucky, of course, the chair of the, over, the Oversight Committee in the House of Representatives. Uh, Representative, good to see you again. How are you? I'm well. The Durham report drops, and the big three networks do very little. MSNBC, in about 20 minutes, decided it's a nothing burger and uh, that Trump wasn't exonerated. Even Jake Tapper on CNN had to admit that Trump was at least partially exonerated and that the DOJ is in big trouble. But the, the mass media, as you and I have watched it at least for the past five or ten years, has done all it can to hide the truth and spin a narrative. What are your thoughts on that drop the other day? Well, it is... As bad as CNN is, they're significantly better than MSNBC. <laughs> People true. that sit around and watch MSNBC, they're, they're a lost cause because they yeah. get misinformation every day. And for MSNBC to act like there's nothing there with the Durham report, uh, it's a disgrace to journalism. Look, the Durham report showed that there was never an ounce of evidence for the FBI to investigate Donald Trump for collusion with Russia. They never had one ounce of evidence. Right. But yet the American people in the back of their minds think that there was something there with with Trump and Russia because the media went all in on it. Adam Schiff lied hundreds of times in yes. front of the, the TV screen saying there was something there and there wasn't. So, uh, you know, this is a big story. It shows corruption in our government. It shows another cover up by this intelligence community. We've got a Department of Justice that we know misused purposely the, the FISA court. They lied to the FISA court. Comey lied. McCabe lied. Uh, as you said, Adam Schiff, and uh, I can add Jerry Nadler to that, Eric Swalwell, they all made it up, and they're still they're still like holding on to the narrative, which has been completely debunked. We also know that Hillary Clinton's campaign bought the dossier, this report from this guy Steele, that, that should be a Federal Elections Commission issue. You're the oversight guy. Do you bring her in now? Does Comey get called in? Does McCabe get called in? What happens now? Well, I think Jordan's going to be the lead guy and okay. all that, the special select committee on the weaponization of the federal government. And, uh, you know, he's going to bring Durham in. I think they're going to start from there. Look, the, the one criticism I have of the Durham report is it didn't uh, refer anyone uh, to be held accountable. Look, we got to hold people accountable for wrongdoing or they're going to continue to do it. Yeah. Look, the day the Durham report came out, the IRS uh, retaliated against the whistleblower in the Hunter Biden case. They do this stuff over and over again because they can get away with it, and the media lets them. So somewhere, somebody's going to have to stand up. And I know you've got a majority of House Republicans who want to do that. The way we're going to be able to hold some of these bureaucrats accountable is cut their budgets, but we've got to have the Senate get our backs. And the fact that the Senate's getting our backs with this debt ceiling negotiation is a good first step yeah. for the U.S. Senate. Well, and that's really what it is. The House of Representatives has to defund $4 billion for a new facility for the FBI. H- how do you reward an FBI that clearly is broken? Yeah, that's part of what the negotiations were the last time there was a spending bill over over the IRS building. I don't want to give them anything. Yeah. I want to cut. You know, look, I mean, not the IRS, but the, but the FBI. Look, the FBI 
is is out of control. Uh, most of the FBI agents and most of the people that work in the FBI are, are tremendous public servants. But we have the upper management that's rotten to the core and they continue to, to behave badly, but yet no one's held accountable. So we're going to have to use what's called the Holman rule to go in and identify those specific employees. If the FBI will not get rid of those people, then we're going to have to cut their salary down to nothing to, to, to get rid of them. There are tools we can use that have never been used before, but we're going to have to do it. We're going to, have to show leadership in the house and then the Senate Republicans are going to have to get our backs or nothing's going to happen. It's uh, Representative James Comer, District 1 Republican, Great State of Kentucky, the House Oversight Committee Chair. Um, I want to get into this whistleblower, came to you guys and said, I know for a fact the DOJ has a, a document, a memo, whatever the hell it is, that says Joe Biden was selling his influence for policy, policy decisions to enrich his family. MSNBC and I guess some others have been saying for the past few days, Comer lost the guy. They don't even know where the guy is anymore. They can't find him. Do you know where the guy is? You know exactly where he is. Good. This is the Chuck Grassley whistleblower, and he's alive and well. And the fact that MSNBC reported that over and over again without ever calling our office to confirm whether or not that was true says a lot about MSNBC. Well, it does, but but they set the narrative. Twitter was on fire that day. Uh, I would say half the people who were on social media believed that you didn't know where he was. In fact, Marjorie Taylor Greene had to come out and say, we know where the guy is. Uh, the, the whole thing was very strange to me. But this is, I want to go back to what you said a minute ago, James. A minute ago, you said they're spinning a narrative like they hid the Hunter Biden story. They hid the Durham report and they've got something else on the surface. So instead of the Hunter Biden story or instead of this document from the whistleblower, even Steve Ducey over at Fox said to you, there's nothing that suggests Joe Biden got anything. I mean, there is some weird spin going on in the heads of people that are at these networks that doesn't make any sense. Uh, the commodity here, and correct me if I get this wrong, you're, you're the guy who's the chair, the commodity here is Joe Biden's influence as the vice president. So how could he not have benefited? Hunter Biden offered nothing. The grandkids offered nothing. The, the only commodity available was him, right? Exactly. And that was a bad moment for Ducey. He's going to regret that. Uh, history will not be kind to him for that right. For that statement. And, of course, the Democrats have picked up on it. And uh, all the Twitter comments and social media comments have, uh, refer to Ducey. You know, which, you know, how you cannot wonder if Joe Biden is in the middle of this is, is hilarious because, as you said, there was nothing of value that Hunter Biden could provide nothing. to those foreign nationals. There was only one person in the Biden family that could provide anything of value to China or Romania, and that was Vice President Joe Biden. And remember, before our press conference, the media, in their defense of Joe Biden, had always said, well, none of those payments to Hunter Biden ever happened while Joe Biden was in office. We proved that to be wrong. Right. The shell companies the Bidens formed, most of those shell companies were formed when he was vice president. Many of the payments from China went to those shell companies while Joe Biden was vice president. And 15 of the 16 payments from Romania to the Biden shell companies happened while Joe Biden was vice president and in charge of Romanian foreign policy. So the media has gotten so many things wrong and to try to imply and celebrate for that matter that the whistleblower was missing. I don't know if they were celebrating that the whistleblower was dead. Yeah. Or or that he had been incarcerated or that he never was a whistleblower to begin with. I don't know what their angle was, but but shame on them. And it goes back to what I've been saying for weeks. The Democrats have been intimidating our witnesses. The Democrats have been threatening people and it, you know to, to retaliate against whistleblowers 
and intimidate whistleblowers. Democrats were supposed to be the ones that were the defenders of whistleblowers. Who yes. Democrats claim they want to be for good government and, and reward and protect people that come out and, and are brave enough to speak about corruption. But instead, they're, they're harassing them. They're intimidating. They're mocking them. And, and it's, it's, it's terrible. I hope the American people see through this. Well, they're, they're also they're suspending them without pay. Kyle Serafin, Steve Friend, these people came forward because they have a real belief in their moral value system that they signed up for one job. They were forced to do a different job. When you take people off of trying to track down pedophiles and make them uh, investigate those who are praying at abortion clinics, there's a problem at the DOJ. So when it comes to this actual document, uh, Representative, um, will you ever get your hands on it? Because I'm confused how it works. You're the oversight committee chair. You have oversight over other branches of government, like, I don't know, the executive branch and the DOJ. But you've asked for this document, and the FBI says, we don't have to give it to you. Really? Yeah, I mean, that's that, it shows the arrogance of the FBI. I mean, the, the Congress created the FBI. FBI is not in the Constitution. And we have oversight over the federal government, including the FBI. Right. Uh, so, but with respect to the document, uh, well, we're confident the document exists. I'll just put it like that, and that's all I'm going to say about that. What we want to know is what exactly did the FBI do to investigate this accusation? Because this is an accusation that the vice president of the United States sold influence to a foreign national, to an enemy, an adversary of the United States. This is a very serious accusation from a credible whistleblower. What did our Federal Bureau of Investigation do with respect to investigating that? That's the question we want to know. And the FBI, they won't even uh, confirm or deny whether the document exists. Again, we know the document exists. Okay, yeah. That's all I can say about that. So we just want to know what did you do, if anything, to investigate it. And if, if you determined it wasn't true, explain to us why you determined Because here's the here's the thing that stands out in my mind about the accusation. What, what the informant accuses Joe Biden of doing and how the money that he received was sent to him fits a pattern of what we've seen with the same type of influence peddling in Romania right. and China. Now, the whistleblower alleged this three years ago, at least, at least three years ago. So no one knew about the shell companies then. No one knew that he was actually receiving money while he was vice president. And and for this to come out and this accusation was, was levied years before anybody knew about it, I think that fits a pattern and that raises our suspicion level and adds to the credibility of the accusation and to have the fbi just say well just trust us we will we'll look into it i'm sorry i don't trust the fbi and i don't blame you they've proven that they can't be trustworthy just the Durham report alone uh right. proves that the, the doj uh, proved that when they said they weren't going to bring any sort of charges against hillary clinton because of her emails we knew that right. the doj was having a, a huge slant it's uh representative james comer he's the house um oversight committee chair when it comes to the money that has exchanged hands we know about most of it, even before the, the document, from the now verified laptop of Hunter Biden. It talks about how he was representing the, the top spy in China. He flew on Air Force Two when, when, uh, when Biden was the vice president to secure a billion and a half dollars of, of handling of Chinese money. Uh, we know he got three and a half million dollars from the wife of the Moscow mayor. We knew all of the, all of this, and it's verified because he says so. It's on his own text messages and emails. But this document seals the deal. So can you not even go to a skiff and have you and a few other members of the committee look at it? I mean, shouldn't they have to at least show it to you? Even if you don't, if you don't take it and keep it and have a copy of it, 
shouldn't don't you have the right to say, look, I'm the chair of this committee. Show me the document. I do. And and remember, this form 1023 is not classified. So wow. they, they really shouldn't have an objection to, to us seeing it. But again, I think they suspect that we may have in possession the document. I'm saying I'm not saying we do or we don't, right. but I, I would say the FBI suspects that. Right. So they I, I wonder if they suspected that we didn't have it, if they would just deny its existence. They won't even deny or confirm its existence. Gotcha. Let's, let's tell us what they did to investigate or verify the accusation. I mean, it, it's the most insulting thing I've seen out of the FBI. And, and it comes at a time when the Durham report comes out and exposes uh, their, their corruption, their election meddling. They're trying to cover their tracks yeah. for wrongdoing. And this is a simple question. And it is, it's, it's not just me. It's Chuck Grassley, who's, who's been a credible senator, uh, who's, who's known for his protection of whistleblowers and, and his defense of the FBI. He's always been a defender of the FBI. Yeah. And they're just, they're just you know, disrespecting him, disrespecting the work of the House Oversight Committee, and disrespecting what a majority of Americans want to know, and that's whether or not this president of the United States has been bought and paid for by our adversaries. It's uh, James Comer, the uh, representative out of Kentucky, District 1. He's the Oversight Committee chair. Uh, what happens now? You can't go after Biden specifically on criminal issues because he's the president. You'd have to impeach him first. Then you could do it. The impeachment isn't going to happen. They're not going to convict him in the Senate unless you have something that is stone cold. They have to. Uh, do you bring in Hunter? Do you bring in the, the, the daughter-in-law? Do you bring in the grandkids? Do you think the grandkids even knew they were getting money? Or is that just a way to get some money into the family and then get it from them? What's the next step? Yeah, I, I'm not going to bring the grandkids in. Look, yeah. that, I don't think they had anything to do with it. Uh, shame on the parent, either the, the Hunter Biden or Joe Biden, for putting them in that, or Jim Biden, for that matter, for, yes. for putting those kids in that position. You know, they're always going to have bank violations. They're always going to pop up on a computer screen because, for whatever reason, they receive money from, from foreign nationals. So, you know, it's not about the, the grandkids. But... We've got more people to bring in that were in business, more people that were in the circle uh, of some of these shady business things. And we've got more banks to subpoena. We, we have more LLCs that we believe are out there. Uh, we also have more countries that we know they were meddling in. So this investigation is just beginning. That press conference was an update. But at that press conference, we proved three things. We proved, number one, that Joe Biden lied when he said his family never got money from China. We proved, number two, that the media was wrong when they said none of those payments ever happened while Joe Biden served in public office. And number three, we proved that nine family members of Joe Biden's immediate family received money from foreign nationals. So I think that was a pretty productive press conference. Think about all the things Adam Schiff said that the media took hook, line, and sinker, and he never had an ounce of evidence. The Durham report proved that. There was never one ounce of evidence of Russian collusion. He kept on promising he was going to bring it. He's got witnesses. He's got everything. He's, he never did it, and he's off scot-free, which is amazing to me. District 1 Republican, great state of Kentucky, James Comer. Before I let you go, um, are you going to be able to get rid of the 87,000 IRS agents? Will you stop the building of a $4 billion uh, FBI facility? Will you actually cut um, uh, the, the spending from government to get this debt ceiling thing done? It looks like Biden, although he wasn't going to negotiate, is now negotiating. So what, what's yeah. the end game going to be? Will you, will you come out where we can cut costs and start, start chipping away at this debt? That's what Republicans in the House are fighting for. We just uh, we need the Senate Republicans to get our back. So far in the debt negotiations, they're getting our back. We're, the next step they need to get our back in is when we try to 
hold the FBI and DOJ accountable for wrongdoing, and now the IRS yes. for, for wrongdoing. So that's the next step that we're going to need the Republicans in the Senate to get our backs on. Uh, we're not going to default, are we? No, we're not going to default. Yeah, but I mean, if Kareem Jean-Pierre says we're going we're to default because Comer won't do his job. They keep yeah. on saying Congress won't do their job, and you guys are the only ones that passed the bill. Only ones that passed anything. The Senate sitting there, uh, you know, with their thumbs, you know where. And and Joe Biden's just walking around looking for a teleprompter. Look, uh, the Biden administration realizes, I think, that public opinion sees that the, the House Republicans have come up with a plan and they've done nothing. And we're down to the wire. If we default, it will be Joe Biden's fault. I think they're starting to realize that. So they're they're acting like they're coming to the table. But it's awful late in the game. Maybe 30 seconds on this, uh, Representative. Chuck Schumer can just bring it to a vote today. He's not bringing it to a vote, doesn't want to. How do you force his hand? Do you need 60 in the Senate? I, I think we do need 60 in the in the Senate. So, uh, But at the end of the day, I think that the ball's in Joe Biden's court. I think that's where McConnell and Schumer have both said. M- McCarthy's made his move. Uh, Republicans in the House stuck together to get the backs of the American taxpayer to try to have some savings look we, we can't continue to spend a trillion dollars a year more than we take in so you know at least there's somebody in the house of representatives that has some fiscal discipline and that's the house republicans so we'll see what joe biden comes up with well i think they have to do it because it'll be biden's default it'll be schumer's default and i'm really glad that you guys have a backbone now finally we've got a house with a backbone yeah. and it's that's led right. by people like you james thanks a million uh, representative let's talk again soon appreciate you appreciate it all right we're back after this stay right here This is the Joe Pegg Show. If you missed that interview with James Comer, the House Oversight Committee Chair, we will post that later tonight. Over on Rumble, you can go to Rumble and look up Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. I made it easy for you. Go to JoePags.com and click on the Watch button. Not Watch Now. Watch. You might have to drop down a menu. That'll take you right to my Rumble feed. you see all the interviews that I do. I'm going to pull out some of those questions and answers as well. If you came in late and didn't hear, uh, James Comer, the House, Commi- the House um, Oversight Committee Chair, knows exactly where the whistleblower is. That person is safe. And uh, whatever MSNBC is telling you, whatever social media is telling you, is simply not true. They know where the person is, and they are good to go. All right, 888-941-PAGS. Go to JoePags.com. Scroll down to the bottom and click on Contact. If you would like to um, let me know what you think about what you've been watching, what you've been hearing, what you've been uh, t- consuming, make sure you do that. Stop by Instagram, Joe Talk Show is my name on Instagram, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. Go there. I've got a couple of Instagram reels today, Biden and, uh, and Biden. Go check them out. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.